What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast number something something. I'm here with my boy <laughs> Pedro. We've been doing this for a couple of months, actually, and uh, I would say we're finally getting some momentum. People are enjoying the the content, and I'm I'm enjoying. It. Again, I always say it's the highlight of my week. How are you doing, Pedro? Good, man. Amen to that. Yeah, uh, it's been a good couple months. I don't even what number is this. I don't even know. I, a thousand, twenty. Yeah. I don't know. It but don't it matter. Feel, it don't matter. It feels but good. It's Appreciate like everybody. A, yeah. It's like a slow. It's slow moving, but it's momentum. It's building. Um, appreciate everyone that checks out the channel, checks out the podcast. If you're listening to this audio wise, and we have some really cool stuff lined up, but um, right now we actually have a pretty good show and I'm sure you guys saw the title, but we actually have some more interesting um, stories as well as the first one. But um, you always ask, always ask this. Actually, I think last time I didn't, but what have you been listening to Pedro? Oh man. Last week I've been I went old school, a little tribe called Quest in the car, um, Midnight Marauders, um, listening to the first game album since he dropped that dramatic, you know, like, let me go back to the what he did in the beginning, listening yeah. to some of that. So those are the two albums I listened to this past week. So a little old uh, mid nineties and then uh, you know, uh, two early two thousands game. So that's what I've been listening to last couple last week. I would say we're on the same page. Maybe we could just, we're just old and we love nostalgic <laughs> music now because we are tired or, or we don't like the new stuff that's coming out. Uh, I have been listening to a lot of Busta Rhymes. I don't know. I think it was like one song that I was like, was like, man, what, what happened to that? Uh, you know, you know, dangerous and other songs. Like, let me check this stuff out. And you know, he's like one of those legends He's never going to be up there with like the goats, but the man has been been making music for thirty years at this point, and his energy. Is he dropping something new? Is that a rumor, or is he, he supposed he to? Came, well, he had an album came out two years ago. It was pretty good, actually, like really, really good. Um, I'm, he's always making music. He's always yeah. making music. He had a good song with Kendrick on that album. I think it's called Extension yeah. Level Event Two because the first one mm. came out in the nineties. It's the kind of music that you can listen to working out. Um, dry, like it's the energy and, and off I, the chain. Oh yeah. Um, and off he's like one of those rappers where you again, you don't really think about him like the greatest or anything, but damn, he's good. He, he, and he's, he rapped through everyone. He's, he's been on, he's been with uh, Jay-Z, Tupac, I mean, not Tupac, um, Notorious B.I.G. He's been with everyone, Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson. Um, people don't really put him up there or talk about him as one of the goats, but uh, I will listen to all of his, his catalog tons and tons of hits um some deep cuts and the guy can spit i mean he got to see got the fast oh. kind of uh technique and his delivery but he still brings it man so i was listening to that for last week just putting up old buster rhyme songs back yeah. even with him tribe called quest i mean scenario yeah. i mean i still remember the well okay i'm, I'm so old there was a talk show host called Arsenio Hall. I'm sure you know him. But I'm sure, I don't know if anyone Who? else remembers Arsenio Hall, but he always had like the best musical guest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was Arsenio. And uh, yeah. when Tropical Quest came out with Scenario and when Buster Rhymes came out with this reversible hat when he came over his verse, uh, apparently that was the that was the the reason he got signed to a solo deal. Someone saw that oh, and was like, this guy's a and uh, you know, history, you know, 
rest is history. So he's definitely underrated. I think if we're going to put him in a category, you know, mm-hmm. he's definitely underrated, underappreciated. I think I don't know if it's because his he's so energetic and he's a little wild and crazy, and even his fashion was different. His music videos, you know, he was always very unique. Love the music videos, yeah. I absolutely um, love them. So I think I don't know if he got enough credit for the lyrics because other people were just looking at the visual stuff, you yeah. know. But definitely underrated, yeah. I appreciate our group who check out this channel because uh, Kwana said you go, we went Kwana, way back. Because hey. that's what I remember. Couldn't tell you. Always love to right see now. you. In, always love to see you in the chat. Love the support. Shout yeah. out to you, Matt. I saw Daniel in the house. Appreciate it. If, you're, if you guys are in here, don't be shy. Say what's up. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I still remember it because it was so cool and interesting. Like it was, he had most creative videos, and he backed up. I think probably. From where he came from, Brooklyn, New York, there's just so many rappers. There's just so many. And you got Jay Z up there that takes a lot yeah. of that, you know, a lot of the yeah. space. I think that's where it is. It's, it's like a really good basketball player, but you know, I, I, I'm gonna say the Patrick Ewing because they both from Jamaica. So I'm saying that mm. Patrick Ewing was one of the greatest sons of all time. But he's he was in an era where there was Shaq and Akeem mm-hmm. who I don't want. So mm-hmm. no one would think David of, Robinson. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And he didn't win a chip. So I think, I don't know. That just came so we're, hey, guys, let me, let me just timestamp. We're six minutes in. We're already talking about New York basketball. Go ahead, Hamill. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> I I'm love it. Worse. I love it about you, bro. All, I love it's it. All about, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Shout out to your Giants, by the way. Your Giants look good. My Bears won. So right now we're on the same same win total. So that's yeah. a really good good way to start off. So I, I want I'm I'm week one, I see a lot of crazy takes. And I mm. oh in a week one, I'm like, let me take a step back. I'm gonna enjoy the win. But so there's been takes flying all over the place across the NFL. Oh, yeah. And I'm like crazy. it's one game. We don't know who's gonna do. I mean the only team that I saw for sure that's is fine and gonna kick everyone's ass is probably the Chiefs. I mean they demolished they, uh, and 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 they beat a, a team last year that was a playoff team. I think the Cardinals are a little overrated, but they, they did beat a playoff team. I think the yeah. Bills, the Bills and the Chiefs both both. Yeah, really those good. two. Yeah. Those two teams are ahead of a lot of so far, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else, in my opinion. So yeah, so those two is good. And, you know, the Bucks was okay. And I love the fact I don't love it. Okay, let me take that back. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I don't want to even get hurt. But <laughs> that was rough. You know, oh, our you know, this the NFC East is up for grabs a little bit. Doesn't mean the Giants are gonna do anything about it, but if this dude, you know, that can't play, Cooper Rush ain't it. He ain't the guy. So it's, it's a little bit more interesting. Maybe the Giants have more to play for. So we'll see. We still got the bet, and also you still have to uh, figure out my punishment if the Bears, yeah, uh, get more wins. So Fact. you know, you still got, you still have a lot to think about. Um, all right. So before we gotta get get into the main meat of the show, the yes. uh, topic. I know tonight's gonna get saucy. If you're if you're a sensitive human being. Keep watching. Keep watching. But I'm just saying, well, opinions are going to fly tonight, so be ready. Awesome. So you may not know any of, anything about this next story, but I'm just a real quick story. I just thought it was very interesting for many reasons. You know what I'm what I'm interested in and what I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I do. I do. I think so, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> so um, in France, there was a, a dentist. Dentist. Not a real dentist, not accredited, not licensed, ran a practice where he was basically taking people in, doing dental work, pulling teeth with no medical reason, and has been doing it for quite some time. Very weird. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, that's not 
I'm like, why would you do that? Why you're pulling people's teeth without any That's any crazy. medical reason? So this guy was a complete whack wacko. So he gets arrested. And that's where the real story comes in. So I'm going to show you the arrest video. I'm not going to say anything else. And I want you to let me know what you notice in this arrest video. Let me put it on right now. Okay. Let me see if I play it in. It's 26 seconds. And I'm sorry for the viewing of the audio audience. Just look this up. Just say, um, well, okay, I'll, you know what? Let me play it first and I'll tell you when and look it up. Did you see that, Pedro? <laughs> what? The Did you see that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. <laughs> For anyone who has, Damn. who not, if Damn. the audio, you know, is a podcast as well, just check up. Just what, what, type what, in French what, what, policewoman viral. What kind of police do they got over there? <laughs> listen, listen. I'm gonna show you the picture real Ooh, quick as geez. well. Um, I mean, what's happening there? Like that is what's <laughs> going the dentist on? get arrested. But uh, let me see if I if you guys can see this. So yeah, this is the woman that helped uh, put the guy down. You know, like arrested him or whatever. Listen, I ain't trying and, to be. Um, I ain't trying to be that guy. I don't want you know. A, <laughs> no disrespect to the women's in the chat, but I mean, that's that's a there's a lot going on there. I mean. Yeah. I like. I will say this. Full disclosure, Hannibal. I know you're an ass man. You love a big booty. I get it. Everybody likes what they like. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot for me to handle. But I, I like a pretty. I like a face. Like I, I'm more interested in seeing like, like, like what does she look like in the face? That's you know what, what I want to know. I, I want to know the. I, I want to know the face. I, that, that's important to me. I understand. So if you got, if you got, if you could spin her around just for a quick second, you know, that's what I. Uh, we didn't get. I didn't get that. Um. <laughs> I mean, you know, I understand what you, you know, I understand what you like, Pedro. But you know what? I like a personality. You get Pedro. the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's for the, people who are, the small waist too. It's like what's that, like how is that even possible? Like Jesus. Okay, so she's a police officer with a Kardashian size uh, rear end, and it's very, you know, what Drake Drake had this one line where he said, uh, "Woman's ass so big it makes everyone uncomfortable." Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's ridiculously cartoon size. When you see a picture, you see the picture of you like that. Gotta be Photoshop. They inflated that. It looks ridiculous. And then you watch the video. I'm like, she's wearing a diaper. Yeah. That's a diaper. Yeah. It's cartoon sized. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that, bro. I don't know. I, I just I wouldn't really know. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think you might know. <laughs> it won't take. Listen, listen. Uh, I, no, let me tell you something else, Pedro. I always was a firm back of the police okay i back the blue 100 i'm black, sure I, you would back that blue listen, sure, i sure. <laughs> i always always appreciate the law enforcement here and abroad <laughs> you know what i'm saying just mm, well more abroad than here i would say right now but uh you know I, you know let me ask you a question let me ask you a question so yeah. you know hannibal and i we ain't about that life right we're both no. law-abiding citizens for the most part. For the most part. But <laughs> if you had to, if you know, you got pulled over, you did something, whatever, guilty, not guilty, doesn't matter. And yeah. she pulls you over and she's like, all right, I gotta, you know, gotta handcuff you, frisk you. 
you know, all that take you in. Well, are you mad or are you happy? Uh, well, I'm getting arrested. Probably not too happy, but it won't be as mad if it was just a regular cop dude, you know, the one with the big belly and, you know, attitude. Mm-hmm. But she was, you know, she was pushing, moving people around. Like, hey, move the cameras. Like, she was professional, 100%. It's just, it was just ridiculously big. And it was distracting. And no one's talking about the dentist who's pulling people's teeth That's out crazy. of their heads for no reason. Yeah, but what kind of person goes to somebody like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, for a dentist, like, uh, you got to uh, be He was running a fake desperate. practice. Yeah, so oh, when you walk in and it's really important too, and we can double back when you go to a doctor, a dentist, and when they suggest something, you don't necessarily have to agree with it. You can, you know, second opinions are important. So if a dude is saying you got to take some teeth out and you're like, I don't know, my teeth looks pretty good. I don't, <laughs> uh, maybe I should go some. And that's why, that's why that fine police officer take, you know, justice. I always, oh, listen, back to blue. Write that down. I, always, I, I just made it up. Back to blue. That's what I believe in. So I don't know. That was just something I wanted to get off my chest. Um, we got to find out her name. Maybe invite her on the uh, show. We, we got a, she got an IG. She got like an OnlyFans. Oh, and she's like, French. What's, what's, so I, I don't know any French. You know French? No, but I love, listen, my my weakness is a, is a, is a beautiful woman with an accent. I just can't. I'm simping all day. I just can't even know. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I just don't even. I, I just. I, I start foaming at the mouth. I can't <laughs> act right. And I'm somebody. I got a lot. Like I'm. I'm pretty cool under most. You know, with women, I can talk to them. It's no problem. But like as soon as I see a, I hear an accent, and like they're also pretty for me. I did, I lose my shit. You just, you just melt. Just melt away a little bit. I have no. Here's my wallet. Here's this. I, what do you need from me? Like I'm complete simping all day. I feel you. Can't, I feel you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Since since I mean, listen, we'll maybe we'll learn some French. Invite on the show. You, you, you <laughs> never know. You never know. Never know. But let's get into the main meat of the show. Now, Pedro brought this topic to me. Yeah, um, it was all over yeah. the internet. Um, tell me about it, Little Mermaid. Um, I remember watching it. I used to watch it a thousand times back in the day. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites. My my mo- my favorite Disney. Um, movie the 2d cartoon is aladdin aladdin is my ship like that's 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 aladdin then um beauty and the beast then little mermaid and then like you know the rest of them um but tell me about it tell me what's going on in the world oh Oh, man all right so you know somebody sent me this and then i went down like a tiktok rabbit hole because i was bored and you know i got no shame and so to give context, right, this, this, you know, Disney's making a lot of these live action movies, right? Some of them have been pretty good. Some of them have been bad, good reviews, bad reviews. And they're doing these live actions because, you know, why not? There's money in it. Yeah. And, you know, pretty cool. You got CGI now and, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. So they're doing Little Mermaid. It's like, oh, little, who doesn't like Little Mermaid? Great songs, you know, nostalgia. They're in the water. So it's like, how are they going to do that? Mm-hmm. So they did the casting like a couple years ago. So it's been known to people that have known that they casted uh, Haley, Haley Bailey or something. I forget her name. She's yeah, 22, like that, yeah. you know, real talented, young, beautiful actress, you know, uh, they casted her. She can sing really well. And then the trailer comes out, right? And it goes on YouTube. And somebody, I see that this it has double the amount of dislikes versus <laughs> likes. 
And on YouTube, that's kind of rare, right? I think we've seen it with like the Will Smith apology video that we talked about a month ago and various other videos where there's a lot of just action and people don't like it or they have an opinion either way, right? And regardless of what side of your you you lie on, it's your opinion. That's what's great about this country. We can have an opinion. But I'm start I started to think, well, why so many dislikes? And then I see the trailer. I'm like, hey, it looks cool. Okay. It's a black. I didn't know she was a young black actress. I didn't, you know, I didn't I don't keep up with the Little Mermaid Disney and who's casting, right? Yeah, don't me care. either. Yeah. Not important, right? And I'm like, okay, is it related? Like, well, why why dislike that so many times? And then I start seeing these other little Facebook groups talking about that's not my little mermaid and the woke culture and this and that and all these little memes and people photoshopping these crazy, basically racist stuff. And, you know, that's not the majority of people, but it it is what it is. Let's call it what it is. Right. And then and then the opinions like it's just so crazy to me that. This is a Disney movie on a fictional like it's a mermaid so it's not a real person right the the context of the story of little mermaid there's no cultural context so this isn't like black panther and people are trying to you know it's not mulan it's not lion king it's not none of that stuff <clears throat> where the, the the color of the person playing or the kind of person playing this character literally is no significance it shouldn't bear significance but people are up in arms because she's not white with red hair because it's like Oh, now we're twelve. We're just trying to appease this and da da da. I'm so sick of Disney, and like I just don't. I understand why people think that, but I think it's um, it's kind of sickening to me that people are, have such a strong opinion about a young actress that can sing really well, and she got casted for this movie, and that's what people are disliking. For me, I don't know any other reason besides that. And I've seen some straight racist stuff. Like there's pictures people are making with her sitting on watermelon and like. She's got Newport cigarettes behind her, like straight racist, right? I don't yeah. care who you are. I don't care if you'd stop liking me. That's racism, in my opinion. It's my opinion. And it's like people forget. Okay, I'm going to go on a 30-second tangent. I'll be no quick. No problem. Go ahead. Pe- people forget about characters that have been cast in Hollywood over the years and how there historically have been black characters, Asian um, Middle Eastern descent, Hispanic descent, casted and not casted by those type of actors. This happened thousands of times. I could give you a list, but I'm not going to bore you. People forget Jesus Christ is not a white man. Let me, I don't know if you guys didn't know that, but a lot of people see him in pictures. He's got blue eyes and blonde hair. Get out of here. So like this, the hypocrisy within certain people having such a, they're so mad because she's a young black actress is like, I, I, it's, it's an issue. It's crazy. Right. And, you know, I think I've also seen people from the people that have in the, in the black community are like, well, we don't want her to be black because now it's like, you're just giving us something like it's, there's a, a lot of opinions on the internet about this. Yeah. Right. And I'm not a black man. I'm a Brown man. But when I see people so mad, when I see middle America mad in their kitchens drinking her coffee, so mad because Ariel got casted into it's a young, beautiful black woman that can sing, and that's why she got it. And they think it's something else. I just, I think it just screams all, like, it's just, it's crazy to me. I don't get it. I think it's, uh, people like to sweep things under the rug, but, like, there are a lot of people out here that just have hate in their heart. And these kids that are going to watch this movie, they don't care what The Little Mermaid looks like. They, I'm sorry, but they don't. It's only the adults that are making this an issue. 
And if you're one of those people, uh, you know, I, if I saw you, I'd probably smack you upside your face because like there's no the hypocrisy within, you know, like it's it, it's it's crazy. We've casted people. Persian you know, Prince of Persia was Jake Gyllenhaal, like Angelina Jolie played a black woman, blackface, Mickey Rooney, Shirley Temple played. They put blackface on Shirley Temple like we have to remember like this stuff happens, you know, like and it's just it's just wild to me, man. Like I just can't I don't understand how so many girls now are going to look at this and be proud that they see themselves on TV. And it's like, it's great for a whole new generation. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. we're taking that away. And I just, I don't know, man, it just kind of pisses me off all the dislikes on that. And I think there's still a lot of big hate in this country. And like, it just, the divide is still there. And when I see stuff like this, it shows me that it is. And it's kind of sad. So I don't know. You you know, it's, it's so many layers to this situation and, First, first off, is the reason why YouTube took away the dislike button. They took it away because when corporate entities post content, they get so many dislikes. And I think those corporations were telling YouTube, take it away because it makes us look bad. Problem is that you can download an extension on your browser so you can see the dislikes. That's why people notice the dislikes because you can yeah. look them up. So they're hiding it, but you can find them if you really want to, to figure that out. I think the problem that a lot of people are having is, well, first off, people are mad at everything all the time. You can't please everybody. Everyone is upset about something. And another problem with Disney, the company themselves, is they've been force feeding some of the social justice stuff, some of the, the diversity stuff where, and I, I'm happy I was born in the nineties and raised in the nineties where race was a problem. I'm sure it was, but it wasn't to this extent where right. you still had great movies that was about the actors and putting the best performance possible. And when you do that, diversity comes organically because you're getting the best people for the role, right? And now to a point where we got to a certain situation where a lot of these movies are being done as, oh, we need a black person. Oh, yeah, we need a gay person. Oh, yeah, we need a white. We need, like, the checklist. Instead of, no, make the best possible film or movie mm-hmm. or show possible. Don't don't just put a black person in there to make people feel good. Like, if she's the best actress for the role, now my wife says she can sing. I haven't. Oh, she can. Yeah, I heard a song. I mean, she. Every, so if she it, could put yeah. a great. If she could play a great performance, fantastic. It doesn't matter. Mermaids are not real, so they could be all types <laughs> of. Stuff. I don't. They're care. not real. This is the first yeah. thing. Like it's a fiction. Like, I, I don't care. Like it's a mermaid. <laughs> um, people who are really mad don't watch Disney movies because I yeah. don't. I really. I. I watch them now because I have to watch. You know, my kid. So I, I watch the cartoon and stuff. But if you're an adult, why? This is like one of those things, like, if you don't care, just don't watch it, move on. There's so many other yeah. things to be upset about. Yeah. But people like, people love to be angry. You can, I mean, we're both content creators. We can yeah. vouch for this. People, people love to be miserable. And, and I think regardless of your race or gender or demographic of income, I do think we we want certain things to be nostalgic in the same. Right? Yeah, we talk about hip hop here. People don't like change. So yeah. I think a lot of the people that are looking at it like, oh, my God, that's not the aerial that I grew up with. And they're offended. 
But I think they're offended for the wrong reasons. That's just my opinion. I think the world's changed. The movie was made 35 years ago or something like that. And it's so still like, there. You can still watch it. You I can mean, still watch it. Yeah. So, I would say a lot of the, the new editions are not as good as the old ones. Right. I, you know, I think they did well with uh, Beauty and the Beast. And then Aladdin was okay. Um, Lion King. I don't remember how no one talks about that one. People still watch the old ones because you get used to the old ones. Like even me, I probably yeah. would always still watch the old ones. But movies have been remade for decades. This doesn't just start this this century or, or, or this this decade. They remake them because they know it's going to draw a lot of money. And I think Juana's uh, comment, yeah, the kids don't care. And this movie's for kids. kids it's and it's for, for kids. kids. It, you, um, you, you buy a ticket, you buy some popcorn, you buy some food, you sit back, take a nap. Because <laughs> sometimes you're so tired, you, it's for the kids. Take a nap, <laughs> let them watch it, let them enjoy it. Yeah. It may be a good uh, movie. It may not, especially if they for if it's forced. Because I think a lot of the issues with a lot of these new shows and movies, they're forcing it. They're forcing the inclusion instead of just hey. First of all, before we do anything, let's make the best possible movie. Let's get Let me the ask best you a question, possible. Though, as as a as a black man raising a young black man, right in yeah. America, do you think? Companies, whether it's Disney, and that's also what ABC, ESPN, they all fall under that same umbrella. He's a big media, you know, yeah, multi huge media, multi billion, yeah. right? Do you think they have a responsibility to give a more of a representation to <clears throat> whether it's making a movie like in concert, in concert, you know, where the Hispanic culture and Latinos can now celebrate in something? The new Black Panther movie, they they bring in a character from the Aztec Mayan. You know, yeah. we don't we don't have a Hispanic superhero, right? Mm-hmm. We you know, do you think companies have a responsibility to offer representation so kids or people can feel more involved? What what do you say to that? I would say that corporations. Well, first, the first responsibility for corporations is to make money. That's the first thing we need to make money. When you do that, is that you make sure that each market you're grabbing every market, right? Um, so if and I've seen this before back in the day when you, you did watch a, a sitcom and they always had like the one black person and, and that, that, that mm-hmm. term was token, right? The token black guy in the yep. sitcom. Like it's a bunch of, they, they did that because it's like, well, we need to get some black people to watch, put a black person there. Yep. Does that help? I mean, I mean, it, that's a, that's a complicated question, right? I think if you bring a black uh, writer to, that comes with us, uh, you know, a script about their experience. Make that movie is going to do well. It's authentic. It's well, real. Black Panther did not, well because of that. Yeah, that's Black I'm saying, Panther like, did so well because of it, and it was good. Yeah. And I'm gonna. I'm old, but I don't care. The '90s movies were the best. Friday with you know with the best man with with uh, all these really good black movies. Boys in the Hood. They were written by black people that talked about their experience. Mm-hmm. So if you're you you don't really know too much about a black experience, but you just bring a black guy over, and it's like, oh, I got it. Oh, well, yeah. I think that is pandering. Yeah. Where I think a lot of black people want to see their own stories, their own creations. Same thing with Latino people. Like, if if I want an authentic story from that from that culture, I want the people who to write it, yeah. not necessarily um, corporations looking to check a box. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem. And Disney has mm-hmm. been very very. They've been responsible for a lot of the problems because of that checkbox thing. Let's mm-hmm. get this, this, that done. Look at us. We are, we're, we're so progressive. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
you're, you're kind of trying to play people. And I think that's the point. But what you're saying earlier with the photoshops and the anger, that's a little it's bit crazy. more like, okay. Yeah. And that's what I was, that's what kind of got me, right? You know, not riled up, but it's just like, I should know better. Cause that's just, we have people like that in this world. Yeah, you know, exactly. Is. But you know, you mentioned companies have, you know, they want to make money. Right. Yeah. So let's look at it from this standpoint. Are we talking about, is Little Mermaid getting the publicity that's getting if they casted it a white redhead? No, I don't think so. Right? It's not no, getting the, not. it's not getting the press, right? So either one of two things happened here. Somebody made a decision that said, We want we want we want her to be African American because we want to check a box, like you're saying. But right, mm-hmm. we want to be okay. So that either happened either that happened, or the second option is we had a, auditions, and from what I heard, I don't know what's true because I didn't I'm not part of that decision making. Hundreds of girls. It was a tough decision, but they landed on her because she was the most talented. So either that happened, right? You know, anybody can audition. She was the best. She's got a great voice. You know, she's perfect. Whatever. Or the third thing is they did it on purpose. Like we're gonna, like, you know, we want to make publicity, money. You know, we, you know, maybe it's not about checking a box because we don't care about checking a box, but we're doing it just because. You know, we know people are going to talk about it. Right. So yeah. there's three scenarios there. And none of us will ever know, like the decision making and how that person feels in their heart and their mind. And when they decided to cast her as an actress. But like, it's just so sad. I'm not surprised, but it's sad that we're to the point where, you know, you have to, you audition and maybe you don't get a role because of your talent. You get it for something else. I think historically that's happened in Hollywood and a lot of other ways, even with jobs, you hire somebody because of this but maybe right. they're not the most qualified. Exactly. That's been happening in this country for a long time. It's just nothing new. But like, it's just sad that she's clearly got talent. She, she should be celebrated. Yeah, you she, see all these, she can sing very she well. And sing. That's the I mean, most yeah, important I mean, part of the role. Yeah. Um, hopefully she, you know, like there's some funny moments in there and there's a lot of enduring moments of, you know, like yeah. she's supposed to be very charming. At one point she can't goddamn talk. So she's going to have to, you know, show, you know, that's yeah. also a skill. So if she's able to do that, and I hope that they picked her be- not because she was black. So that's yeah. and that's very important for a lot of black people. We yeah. don't want handouts. At least I do not want a handout. Pick like hopefully picked her because she can. She could do the role the best, and she looked fine to me. So I don't understand. Uh, I she looked like a mer like if I was a mermaid. <laughs> she came out. And she, I was I don't know out in the ocean somewhere, and she started swimming around. I like, oh, like that's a mermaid. I mean, <laughs> like, red hair looks dreaded. Like what? that's what happens yeah. in the water. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, crazy. And like people are like, well, you got to keep it historical. And like, uh, the crab is Jamaican. Uh, so oh, you know what? The crab is actually well, the actor he's from Trinidad. <laughs> Trinidad. Okay, so what, what, yeah, what, he's so from Caribbean. But yeah, yeah, he's from the Caribbean, right? So like, what if people? If people are just crazy, bro. I don't know. The, the, yeah, it's the, it's. Of all the stuff. of all the movies I've seen and people getting mad, people get mad for all types of reasons because they think we've become so cynical. We've become we think of the worst case scenario. I think as yeah. as a society, that's the problem. Yeah. We all so the people who are really mad, they think this was ham fisted. They just throwing this in our face. They are trying to do this and that. And what if and what if they picked her because she was the best? Why would this movie actually turns out to be? A really really good movie like it like the like i think of all the live action beauty and the beast was the best one of all the live action ones. i didn't see the beauty and the beast one uh yeah i haven't seen that it yeah. it it looked i mean first of all it had like the best actress uh, i forgot her name but she was on um she was um uh, harry potter uh, uh emma Marty, watson emma watson or something? yeah 
So yeah. she was a great actress. Um, the look was great. And they're going to have the look because they have the money. They got the backing. But Disney has not put in a lot of credibility in just making really good vi- uh, movies as of late. A lot of the Marvel movies have been hit and miss. Yeah. And also they, they, they pick and choose sometimes who to um, kick out and who doesn't. So one um, instance... Um, the show The Mandalorian. I'm not sure if you watched that show. I, I've seen the first f- four or five episodes, maybe. Yeah. So good. Gina Carano was in the. She was one of the characters in the show. They kicked her off because it seemed like she was posting a lot of conservative views on her face on her um, on her Twitter. And the last thing that she posted was something to effect of something fascist. She had like a meme. They looked like Jews. It was basically saying about fascism. So I forgot the meme. They fired her. Kicked her off the show. But the main actor, I forgot his name is, but the guy who plays Mando, he had a similar post way back. And but he's he's a proud uh, liberal, proud progressive. He didn't get kicked out. Now, you could say, well, he's a, he's starting a show. It's hard to kick him off. But it just seems like it's not a fair exchange of like, mm. is it are we all going to be able to do this or not? And I think yeah. the the confusion and. A lot of outrage for conservatives. Conservatives are really, really interested in Hollywood stuff because they think Hollywood is programming children. They're programming programming people. And some of that stuff you can explain. You can argue, yes, yeah, possible, because when you watch TV, it's somewhat of an engineering process. But you don't have mm-hmm. to watch it. You don't have the kids to watch it if it's that big a deal. Um, I'm interested to see how popular or how much money this movie makes. Um but yeah, that's where Nova Dasher had a. It's a lot of people believe that they are forcing some agendas there, and Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid may not be any of that. It may be oh, no, yeah. picked the best, the big best actress, and they're like, you know, we actually picked the best one. This is no, this is going to work, and we don't, and most people do not believe them. I think that's the biggest um, mm. conflict. I mm. think. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. I mean, I think uh, it's hard to say how a movie's going to look based on a trailer because, you know, we've seen some great trailers and some trash movies, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. You know, I'll definitely watch it at some point. Just to, I try I try to not to watch too many trailers. Even a movie I'm I, I actually excited to watch. I don't want... Because these trailers nowadays, they show the whole damn movie. Now, this one mm-hmm. didn't. But they, it's a shot by shot, apparently. So we already know the ending. But some movies, they'll show the entire movie in the damn trailer they show the ending it's in the middle but you know it's the ending it looks like a final battle like they show so much of the movie that yeah. i try to avoid watching too many trailers because they, they will it will like the um when I, I think i watched the spider-man the last spider-man movie they were showing they basically showed that there was going to be multiple spider-mans because they were showing it they kind yeah. of they tried to erase the one part where there was like um the lizard was getting punched in the face by i don't know an invisible whatever I was like, oh, that's just, oh, it's going to be a multiverse thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't want to watch too much trailer, so I don't know. That's yeah, just yeah, yeah. my um, my. Opinion. I think it's going to be interesting. I just think I think you know I definitely think there's this wokeism in certain areas. I definitely think there's cancel culture, which I'm I, I hate that. You know, like you can't yeah. we can't be canceling everybody left and right just because it doesn't fit some type of media agenda or whatever else. You know, we should True. be able to have free thinking and free speech and you know we should be able we should be smart enough to decide things for ourselves and look at some things as just entertainment and leave it there but there's definitely that stuff going on i just don't i think sometimes there's a subset of people that jump to those things too quick 
That's right? a good point. Good, they, good, they, good point. They, jump, they jump to that too quick and without having enough information. And then also, sometimes if you jump too quick, you forget about other things that have happened historically or within Hollywood or wherever else. And then you look like an idiot and a, hip, a hypocrite because like you're saying, well, I, that's not my little mermaid, but it's like, like, hold up. Like, <laughs> what are you, you saying? Don't, you don't you have know, to it's like a, it. It's you a mermaid. Yeah. It. It's okay. You right. know. Let's not make a Disney movie into something like more than it needs to be. Um, but I, def- I definitely think you're right about Disney as a whole. They, it's almost like they try too hard to be liked Perfect. and to care, uh, and to care yeah. about what people think and this and that. It's like, just make a damn good movie. And, and if it's good, people will watch it. And if it's crap, they won't. That's the one yeah. thing. It's like if you have a restaurant, right? Like, don't put all the glitz and all this stuff. Like, if you make a good burger, people will eat it. If the burger's trash, regardless of how your sign looks, people will not eat it. So if you're Disney, just make a good movie. Do some good casting. And they can do it. They got the money. They got the town over there. I mean, the the biggest movie of the last uh, two, three, probably decade was Top Gun Maverick. Why? <laughs> it was the most basic movie with the basic principles. It wasn't trying to lecture you about anything. Yeah, it's a guy yeah. that is on a drilling kick in a damn uh, fucking flyer jet, cursing, but fire jet kicking people. I haven't asses. seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. It, you know, like keep it simple. And I think a lot of Hollywood execs are looking at that like, oh, I don't have to lecture people all the time. No, you don't. We want to watch a movie. We want to remove ourselves from how terrible life is. We don't need lectures. We don't need to talk about how terrible everyone, everybody is in America. No, just show us action or show us that mm. police officer. We're not very Please, complicated yes. people. She <laughs> should be an action. Like she was an action star. I'm going to watch it 10 times. Out hey, of 10 can, times. can you put that back up again for the new people? Well, I gotta, I gotta, like, oh, so for all the new people that came in, <laughs> just, there was a, a, a see, arrest see, fucking, in France. Look at this cop. Give me your thoughts. What do you yeah, think? Have you ever I think she's an amazing that? police officer. What, I mean, um, what, she was yeah, arresting people. And, you know, I, I think she's very, very special from what I've seen so far. <laughs> and back to blue, 100%. Back to blue. Good uh, <laughs> do not defund. More money needs to be. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, uh, okay. listen, I don't know if that was this whole setup. Maybe she's not, she don't need to do that job anymore. I tell you that right now. <laughs> nah, I, listen, dude, she needs OnlyFans. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Um, all right. But well, speaking about OnlyFans, so I'm not sure you're familiar with the rapper Diamond the Body. Are you familiar? No. Yeah, no. me neither. I was not familiar until I saw this story. I'm gonna show. I'm not gonna play the video because it, you know, copyright whatever. But I'm just gonna show the vi- video of her doing her performance or whatever. Let me see if I. Let me do this real quick. Okay, so this is Diamond the Body. Um, she's a rapper. She is basically a clone of Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. There's a lot of them, actually. A lot yeah, of female rappers right yeah. who are I look, I don't know that I don't know if that's all real. She's probably surgically enhanced, but yeah, she's a stripper. She may have OnlyFans. The Looks like Foxy Brown a little bit. Yeah, and it, you know what? You're right. How dare a little I? Bit, little a bit. copy yeah. of Little Foxy Kim Brown. and Foxy yeah. Brown because this is yep. how all of them are. They are copies of the originals back in the nineties, yes. right? Yes, yes. So she had a, basically had a viral clip of her talking about how much people she had sex with, 
And okay, we're going to yeah. show that in a sec. I mean, do you want to watch more of this or you want to? No, nope, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good. Not my I'll, style. You know, I'll, I'll watch that later. <laughs> <laughs> not my style. The not lyrics are not good. The lyric is just very basic. Cardi, like, no, Cardi yeah. B and Megan, a little bit elevated. And that's weird to say elevated. This is the most basic rap. Yeah. That to possibly. me, like that kind of music, like is just, I can't even, it's like, Nails on a chalkboard, like I, yeah. it's not good. I could, I, I'd rather listen to Cardi B than whatever. I can tell whatever she's saying has no value for me or substance. No, it's at all. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sexy. Give me your yeah. money. I have Give sex with everybody. Like I, it's I, very, I, it's very clear. And to be honest, a lot of Cardi B and Megan the Stallion's lyrics are the basic same thing. I feel like mm-hmm. they're be, they're getting a little um, repetitive. Yeah, but most rappers do rap about the same thing. So yeah. this yeah. is a little clip. Now I'm gonna give you guys a warning. It's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of cursing. We're all uh, adults. Warn you right now. We're all adults. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be 38 uh, seconds. I want you to listen to what she's saying, and then we will respond. So this is a very exclusive interview. I lost my virginity at 12 years old. So, bitch, I've been fucking for a long time. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm not saying that to just like. I'm just telling my truth. It's, it's been a lot. Girl, is it just my body Not count everybody. for just niggas or niggas and bitches? Everybody. I would say like, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I say like 2000 <laughs> to be real honest. with Like if you put niggas and bitches, because I don't fucked a lot of bitches too. So I be fucking niggas. I be fucking bitches. All right. Pedro, <laughs> I have a question for you. <laughs> All right. Did she say um, 2000? 2000. Hold on a well, second. First off, she said she lost her virginity at 12. That's a crime in itself. So I feel bad for her because somebody did not care for her. So yeah. if a young woman, no, if a girl loses virginity at 12, something's not right in the home. So yeah. she has some trauma there, I'm sure. So let's we can let's not gloss over that. So oh, actually, I was gonna actually I was gonna ask this question. They always cherry pick came with a really good comment. Do you think she was honest or you think she's trying to get attention i I think okay 2000 is come on no way that that's basically i don't know how how old do you know how old she is she i mean no but she definitely looks like she's in her 20 22 yeah yeah so if she's 12 it's just so she's been having sex for 12 years right so if you do the math i mean come on it's 2000 now she's trying to get clout that's what that's what you know. But in that particular culture, our culture, the hip hop culture, that's how women become famous. It's sexualization. It's two thousand. It's like, oh my god, two thousand. Like that's gonna get. Uh, we would have never talked about her, and we're nobody. But now other people will have her on a podcast. And two thousand. How do you you know? Tell me about your experiences. And no way. There's no way she ran through two thousand people. No way. Yeah, because like, what what what's what's Wilt Chamberlain's uh, account? His was like a thousand, I think. I think his was a thousand, wasn't it? Thousand? No, I think Nova Dasher. Report. He's a sports analyst. Ten thousand? No way. How many? How many women did Will Chamberlain was rumored to to sleep with? I think it's in the thousands. Yeah. So I thought I kind of have your idea. I this physically, it's impossible. I'm not saying impossible. It's not. Nothing's impossible. But isn't it so sad that? she had to to say that to get attention if it's not true like this like her whole uh image is her being very hypersexual 
mm-hmm. and that's what the market wants. Now, now we just did a we just showed a video about a big um, butt behind, but it, the difference is like that. When I was watching all that, I've seen that so many times. I've seen the same IG look, the same videos, the same rappers doing the same thing. So what was interesting was a police officer that's not rapping, just whatever she had there, compared to this situation where it's the same rapper talking about having sex and doing this. And it's just not as interesting. And I think I saw a um, comment right here. Are you guys being hypocrites? Whether well, the male rapper said the same thing. Well, I'll answer that by saying men and women aren't the same. And I know that may be a controversial thing, but talk to yeah. women. Talk to women yeah. and talk to about a, a woman that they know that has sex with a lot of men and see what they say about her. Yeah. It's different. It's it, just men it and women is. are different. Men. And I, I think I think if I think of a guy is like I slept with two. That, to me, that's still just crazy. What are you what are you what are you running away from? Like twenty thousand? No way. Yeah, so there's nobody no way. It's Will no Chamberlain. Way. You know how many points care. he scored? <laughs> He so still he's having, I mean, he's probably going to beat him, but he, he's he having sex with a different woman every day. Well, every day was apparently woman. two at a time. <laughs> Good for him, I guess. But still, that's like, man, I can't. He's, he was that. an ultra athlete. I mean, he was one. Yeah, of the You know what? With, with Chamberlain, probably he should have won more championships. What did he get? He got one or two rings. Maybe he, he needed to spend two. more time in the gym and less time in the bed. How, how dare you? That was, I mean. He was basically beating up a bunch. He was like the most athletic guy. But he only won until Russell kind of came in. He was giving. He him couldn't the beat. Uh, he couldn't beat Bill Russell. And then he yeah, went Russell to the Lakers. He went to the Lakers. Though. He won one with the Lakers, and I think he won one. In fi- I mean, to be that dominant, that size, and only win one, or I think he won one only. I think he only got one championship, maybe two. Listen, well, there's a Nova Dash coming with the with the stats. That's Will crazy. said he was sleeping with two point three women a day. <laughs> What's the point three woman? He was. The, was that a part of a? I got a good joke right there, but I don't want to offend it. Yeah, 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 right now. But going back to the diamond, the body. Now, this is giving her a lot of attention. So this is going to probably boost her, you know, her her cloud up and everything. And, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, it's a difference. It may not be fair. Life is not fair. But we all know women who do that, have that kind of lifestyle, is not seen the same as a man. You can say life sucks and that's not fair and it should be the same. It's not the same. And, you know, some men, they get mad. They're like, oh, that, she's a hoe, whatever, whatever, whatever. But you talk to a woman that thinks another woman's a hoe, it's, they're more, they're vicious. You'd be like, hey, honey, calm down. Like, all right, just, that's her life. Why are you so angry? Like, some women are very angry when they see someone else doing that kind of behavior. And we're all mm-hmm. adults. But I just find it interesting because I think it's partly she, she lived a very different life. Yeah, and she said men and women. So I think, you know, she's out, she was a stripper or was an ex stripper. So living in that lifestyle, you know, you're having, you know, there's a lot going on there. You're living a fast life. You're chasing that money. You know, I'm assuming she's had sex for money. I'm assuming she's just, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming that meant like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's chasing that dollar, right? Do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. But like, that's, I mean, that's, that's crazy, man. She's, but I, I don't want to gloss over what I said in the beginning. When you're a 12 year old girl, and you, I mean, I'm not a girl, right? But I have two daughters. There's some issues there. There's something, yeah. something's going on. And at that, that, so she looks at sex very differently because she was 12 when she lost her virginity. That's not normal behavior and that's not okay yeah. in my book. So, you know, it's not like she lost it when she was a woman. She's, you know, 
whatever, 17, 18, 19, you know, even 16, right? A teenager, right? 12, I think, you know, she obviously looks at sex and values it very differently. And, uh, you know, at some point, it's probably going to catch up to her and she'll find Jesus or whatever's right for her and then she'll stop. So we'll see. We'll see. I think, yeah, uh, 12 years old, you're you're becoming an adult way yeah. too quickly. Um, men, men tend to take advantage of that kind of behavior. I'm sure she's been, I mean, again, 12, you're not an adult. You can't consent. Most places. You're in, like seventh, in, you're in seventh grade. You're not, you're yeah. like sixth or seventh grade. I mean, it's crazy. So I'm assuming a lot was going on and there's a long interview. And she says, oh, she has a lot to say. And a lot of it is not based on healthy relationships. So I would say that she hasn't, it don't seem like she had a lot of healthy relationships and the problem is when you deal with in that kind of world of men taking advantage of you. And I'm not saying she's a victim of all these circumstances, but 12 years old, yeah. I mean, unless it's another 12-year-old, which is, yeah, we're all guessing, highly unlikely. Yeah. You're dealing with the worst of men. So she has a lot of comments about how men ain't this and they ain't that. They can't do this. Um, yeah. Because she's dealing with the worst men and those type of relationships basically shape, you know, her as a person, how she interacts with people. So it is, is very interesting. We got, um, we got a good question. I think, uh, I think we might need to answer this. What do you think? Okay. I think that's a great question actually. All right. You two as men, how do you feel about women who had had a lot of sex with different men pertaining to you? If you're dating that particular person like her and you found that out, mm. you know, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. You go first. <laughs> uh, I don't ask, I don't ask if I'm dating someone, maybe in my, if I'm dating someone, if I was dating someone today, I would not ask how many men they slept with. I would not ask. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm curious, obviously, but that's, that's not something I need to, to ask. If I know about the person, I'm getting to know them and see what their patterns of behavior. I mean, their patterns of behavior will let you know if they have been. Mm. around or mm. doing something that's unhealthy but i wouldn't be asked i don't do that sex question oh how many men you've been with like i don't do that i think that is something i don't think you could say it's is is your business or not but some men can't handle when a woman says a few right or they Good say point. six or something you're like oh my god like first of all like you know what <laughs> i mean like some men can't yeah. handle it and i'm not saying i can't but I'm not going to put myself in a position where we're dating. I'm asking those kind of questions because it does feel some level of insecurity. Mm. I, I would notice her behavior, check out her behavior, check out her decisions, see how she's yeah. interacting with people. Yeah. That will give you enough information rather than figuring out how many men um, the person has been with. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think? Good point. I, I, I think that, you know, the, the current behavior lifestyle and where they're at in their life currently as I am dating them or getting to know them is more important to me than their past. Um, I do believe it, it's going to be very situational. You know, it's not a question that I have asked women. I think that's a personal thing. I think it comes up in conversation and then you just naturally organically. Yeah. You know, I've been with this many women or this many men, what, you know, whatever. Um, I look at it like this. If I'm, I'm a taken man. I'm not married, but I have a, a, a girlfriend. We live together. We've been together for a while now. Um, if I was going out into the dating world, I'm 40, right? So for me, I'm, you know, you know, I'm not going to date down too young, 
but you know, I, you know, my, my range is, you know, I could date younger. I could date older. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. But if, if a woman would openly tell me I've slept with this amount of men like, if that just came up and everybody's number could be different. Some people, like you said, six, you know, who knows? That's maybe kind of low for, let's say a woman's 30. That could be low for some women. For some right. women, it's high. It depends on your lifestyle, maybe your religious background, how you're brought up. If some woman told me she slept with X amount of men, I don't know. But she's in a different place in her life now. Like for me, if she wants to be in a good relationship with me, what's that say about me? Probably something pretty good, right? She doesn't want to sleep around anymore. She doesn't, you know, she's past that and she chose to date me and she wants to be in a relationship with me. And if I could sexually please her well enough for her to stay, I must be, I must be pretty good catch. Right. So I look, I don't look at, I don't, I'm not going to base my current situation and how I am and how she is based on past stuff. Uh, I have a history. I have a past. So I, w- I would want, I wouldn't want somebody to judge me now, you know, and I'm also probably not going to date somebody if she's ran through a lot of men, you know, and, and she's, you know, still in that kind of lifestyle. I'm not going to date her. I'm probably, I'm not going to, that's not the kind of woman I want to date and go out with. Right. So then, then that number becomes irrelevant for me. So, yeah. Um, you know, what Bobby is saying, you know, the double standard with hyposexual men compared to hyposexual women. Yeah. Some women just standard. like sex. What's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. It is double standard. And, you know, not me or Pedro made that distinction. Like we didn't make the rule. Just go out in the world and see how people <laughs> behave when yeah. you're dealing with a woman that's been, and even if they're proud about it, I think a lot of people, they'll, they say, yeah, yeah, you should be proud be proud, but in, in closed doors, when you talk to your girl or you talk to someone about that person that's proud, they they may say something different. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to be real What's here. What's the old thing? What's the old equation? If a woman tells you something, you're supposed to add seven. And yeah. if a man tells you you're supposed to subtract, right? So if I say, I, I, I slept with 100 women, nah, you probably slept with a lot less. And yeah, if a woman yeah, says, I slept with five like guys, it's probably 12. You know, that's yeah. kind of like, you know. Or they say uh, women, they say when they go out, on vacations and they have some fun, they may not even add that in there. Yeah. Probably same for men. I mean, it's it's really about the person, like you said, where they are in their lives and seeing how they behave and what decisions they're making, mm-hmm. who they're talking to, who they who their friend group. Like same thing with a just like a woman talking to a man, who are they hanging out with? If the dude is always in a strip club all the time. Mm. Is that is that someone you would want to be? Hey, let's have a committed. And you're always in the strip club all the time. Like we all see some fl- red flags. Sometimes we ignore them because we yeah. either we like them a lot, and they do some other things. So, but it depends on it depends on your lifestyle. You know, there are there, you know, you could go to a strip club and not be like a bad person. You just no, want, maybe you not. want to be entertained. And there are couples that go together. It depends on you know your lifestyle. And for me, what I've learned in, in the million mistakes I've made in relationships, and I've been divorced once, it's just you have you have to communicate and be honest with each other, right? So if you have a a certain like or a fetish or this or that, you guys got to know about that at some point, and then you decide, hey, I can rock with that, I could do that, I cannot do that, I, I could compromise, and usually, like the best relationship I've ever had is with my current girlfriend, Madison we know everything about each other. We're very open and honest. We have tough conversations. We're not afraid to offend each other. We're not afraid to hurt each other's feelings. We're very open and honest and that works. Right. And we know what each other likes and we accept each other's past. And 
if you do that, it doesn't matter the shit I did 20 years ago to her. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I can be honest about that and truly freeing because I don't have to hide. I don't feel judged. And she feels the same way. So some people might maybe like to go to strip club and throw the dollars around together. Ain't nothing wrong with that in my book. So. Well, no, but that should say never, never understood that. Why bring your girl to the strip club with you? What if the girl's into girls some, too? Some people, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. have to, we have to understand that there's social norms, but then there's people that live out of that, outside of that. And there are, you know, there are people that like to do that together. She might like girls. There are people that have certain fetish. Like it, it, I, I think we have to understand it's, it. I think it's healthy sexually when you're in a relationship to, openly talk about what you like what you don't like i think that is a huge i think not enough couples do it and then that's why people cheat and have you know you have to be honest about that because to me sex is a huge part of a relationship in my opinion it could be the the the, the demise of relationship or it can make a relationship last a long time i think if you talk to people that have been married a long time or been together in whatever facet if they have a healthy sexual life and they feel connected in that way that relationship is much stronger than people that have that don't have that, in my opinion. I feel it. Um, so that those that you know, I guess the idea of bringing a girl to a strip club has some some comments. Um, Eric jumps in and she may want to flip <laughs> to Nova. <laughs> then Nova, Nova said, uh, "I feel like it would be a trap. Uh, it hey, depends it on the person you with. Yeah. Okay. It really depends on the person you with." And I think what you're saying, Pedro, it's there's there needs to be trust, um, yeah. no judgments. And a level of confidence and security, like you got to be secure with yourself. If yeah. you, uh, even if it goes wrong, right? You date someone and they do cheat that, it, you know, it may not be anything you did wrong. It, mm-hmm. it may be, but the self-awareness is, hey, listen, it's not going to work out. You know, you, you, you do the healthy, healthy way of being in a relationship, but also healthy to say, hey, I need to not be in this relationship because your lifestyle doesn't fit my lifestyle. Yeah. And that's totally yeah. fine. So, and I, I'll probably put the link of the full interview. It's a lot to unpack of what she's saying. You could tell she's been, she had a, a really interesting, but a really rough life to why she even decided to do what she's doing. And hopefully she, like you said, find, find healthy relationships because mm-hmm. we all, you have a better life when you're in a healthy relationship. Mm. So oh, I listen, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, you, and it's, it's not easy to get to that point. You know, it's not, it's hard to find a person that you could kind of, you know, nothing's under a hundred percent, right? It's hard to find a person that can kind of get you and you get them and you guys could build off each other's strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, that's really difficult to find. Yeah. And I would say Nova's talking about, he likes to go to the strip club with his boys, not his girl. I get it. You know, you got to do what you feel comfortable with. I would counter with when you go to a strip club, it's very transactional. Everything's out in the open, literally. It's yeah. very transactional. You know what you're going there for. The girls know why you're they're there. You know why you're there. I'd rather go to a strip club with my girl than to go to a club with my girl. When you go to a club, there's a lot more stuff going That's on. That's a good point. That's a good Fights point. Fights and this and that. And who knows who's with who what? And exactly. if you separate somehow, someone's talking to your girl. And yep, yep. Yeah, strip I, club. I, you don't get you. that. You go. You take your girl to a strip club. Them strippers are going to be on your girl, taking care of her. They're going to want to dance with her. They're going you're going to have probably a better time than if you take your girl to a club. hundred percent. Interesting. See some advice from Pedro Nova Dasher, bring Listen. your girl and then report to us later. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying okay, that. You're not saying that? Saying, okay. Saying oh, that. Oh yeah. And, and Nova said that we'll won two championships. That's okay. not a lot of championships. The guy that scored that much points. It's, it's not a lot. That's no, what but I was he, was, he scored a hundred points, Pedro. Like, yeah. all right. He scored a hundred yeah. points. 
Uh, we never we didn't know there's no video about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it happened. But still, um, yeah, we already had an hour, so I don't want to go to too many stories. Do you want to do the <laughs> the football stories? Since we kind of we're kind of on the sports tip. You want to um, check it out? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm gonna show. It's actually a few days ago. It was on. Um, it's another crazy peewee football story with a crazy parent. It's about two minutes. I mean, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna show the uh, the YouTube video if I can find it. It's. I, I looked at. It, I to be honest. I didn't even watch the whole video yet. But I was like, let me let's let me save that and put it on here. So let me see if you guys can check it out. And I'm gonna press play and see if I can hear it here. A peewee football mom banned from the sidelines permanently, accused of chasing and threatening a 12-year-old child. Well, witnesses say that that child played for the other team and had just tackled the woman's son during a game. ABC 13's Daniela Urtado has more of the incident caught on camera, Daniela. Eric, Gina, we got to speak to not only the 12-year-old child, but also his mother. They filed a police report with the Houston Police Department, and HPD says they are looking into the situation. This all unfolded on Saturday, and the mom of the child who was chased after says she's very upset that a grown-up was threatening and chasing after her 12-year-old son over something that should have been a fun afternoon game. This is a situation in question. A woman with something in her hand chasing after a 12-year-old over a Little League football game. The child running away with his hands in the air. This is ridiculous. Like, how, how could you get that angry at a kid's game? Your son plays football. They tackle each other. That's just the name of the game. How can you get that upset to chase him and not only chase him, but curse him while you're chasing him? It was the first game of the season for the Southside Ravens. They were up against the Northwest Gorillas. The game was cut short after just a few minutes of starting. Like, yeah, he was okay. <laughs> I, I picked him up and everything. And he was actually trying to shake my hand after the play until I guess his mom started chasing me. An incident report by the Youth Football and Cheerleading League uncovers the parent in question was found in violation of multiple code of conduct policies. The YFF calling the woman a substantial threat to the environment. Hey, if you cannot control your emotions that much that you get that upset, then you don't need to be around kids. But no, nobody has said anything to me. She has since been banned from all events and activities permanently. And so have the rest of her family and children. I hate that her son has to suffer. I hate that that team has to suffer because we don't hate them. We do this for fun. The woman will need to pay a $200 fine and so will her son's former team, the Northwest Gorillas, for $500 for not controlling the sideline. I think it's just a learning lesson for everybody, um, uh, for our team included, that you just can't take. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. What what do you have to say? <laughs> What's your thoughts, Pedro, on that one? What kind of what kind of adult running after a child? Like what is happening? He ran like, away. Like, yo, what's wrong? <laughs> this chick is crazy. My hands I mean, up. Listen, I got nothing. Yo, back. That's, up. <laughs> I mean, that is just you know. Oh man, that woman needs a man in her life, a woman in her life. She needs a hug, some love. Something. She needs. She needs something, a drink. I don't know what she needs. She needs something because that's just not normal behavior. And it would have been funny if he would have turned around and just tackled her. You know what I'm saying? Just like 
just took her out. That would have been great. Yeah, it just like what, what what's going on here? And I know like you know my son is eight, and eventually he's gonna want to do some sports. I'm like, is this what I'm about to deal with? Or some wacko? He tackles it's tackle football. It's football. Crazy. Does she know what a football is supposed to be? Did would she just assume that he was being aggressive? Like football is about being aggressive, and if you can't handle that, then why is he your son is even in the yeah in the sport? Uh, we talked about this what, a little bit about parents and stuff, and it's uh, they taken away from the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? You're basically making it about you at that moment. Yeah, and you're not right. Like now, her, now your, her son is, can't yeah, play. Now that crazy. you just embarrass yourself, it's just. I tell you, I mean, um, you know, we we kind of went over a little bit, so we weren't able to talk about um some other stuff, but. What is going on in our society? Are we are we are just losing our minds? We we are we are way more aggressive than we were a few years ago. We are quicker to fight. We we are quicker to kill. We're quicker to rob. I mean, look at all of the crime stats over the last two years. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's that? And I, I don't know because I don't have the numbers in front of me, right? Or do you think it's just that we have these now? You know, I think I think these kind of parents who are doing stuff in the 80s and 90s, you know, I just don't know if we knew about it because as quickly because we didn't have phones. Now everybody's filming everything and making TikToks. They got their phone out at games. They're looking at stuff. So when something happens instantly, you start recording. And I think it's a mixture of that as well, because now we just and then it's automatically on the news or it goes viral. Or like I said, it's on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. It's somewhere. And then we hear about it. I think some of this, I think it's, it's been like this. I, I, I don't know if it's more or less is what I'm saying. You know, I think, I, well, I agree partly. I think it's because that we're too connected to our phones. I think it's based on we are getting so much stimuli mm. from the phone that is affecting our mental health. Yeah, that's a good point. And we're losing our minds a little bit because I think if you go on your phone and you see a couple of posts or you read a story that bothers you, it you may take that outside somewhere where you get in your car and, and now you're cutting someone off. I think, like you know, you watch something that you really didn't like that someone said on a, you know, a post somewhere. I think it does take it. So I think the yeah. social media has damaged a lot of us, especially young people, especially young girls, young boys too. So I think you're kind of, I think you're right to a certain extent. I think, I think less of this probably didn't happen when you didn't have that. You had TV and if you didn't watch TV and you were outside hanging out, (laughs) you weren't on your phone, getting mad. You were just watching the game. I'm sure you have fist fights. Yeah. Fist fights and all types of things happening, but that, I don't know. Some woman chasing some kid because he got tackled. I'm sure it may may have happened. Well, I'm sure it's happened. I just don't, I think you're right about the way, we're consuming information and then how it, what it does to our psyche yeah. and then how we react to things. And everything right now is instant gratification. We want everything yeah. so quick. We want our food fast. We want our information fast. We don't, we don't have patience, right? We just want, 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 want. And then we're so used to getting information quick that now we're quick to react to things that happen around us versus exactly. waiting, you know, versus, Oh, somebody just hit my baby. I got to do, you know, it too impulsive. Everything is so quick now. We've made everything else around us and how we react just as fast because we feel like we need to almost catch up to the technology and every, you know. So it's 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 like too much of a bad thing. Like like 
too, if you have something in excess, it can be bad. And I think sometimes with certain people, an excess of social media and gratification, instant gratification and being so mad and coming out of the pandemic and people are locked down, like somebody said, for the last couple of years and now yeah. everybody doesn't know how to think. I think it's just, you know, some people are spiraling and it's it's uh, it's it's not good. You know, it's, no. it's something we need to kind of keep an eye out for ourselves individually. Like, where are you at with that? How are you with your social media? Like, how are you reacting to things? Like, you know, sometimes we got to break. Sometimes you need to get off the phone. Um, the driven dad had a really good point. Digitally connected, but socially real life connected, not even close. People can't even yeah. eat dinner and talk as a family without a phone in their face. Mm. Um, and also, you know, Tony talks about his kids as well. He, his, my kids get six hours of screen time a week as long as they accomplish their responsibilities each week. If they're not, they get zero. Yeah, and I we, used to do the screen time with my stepkids. And uh, tonight we, I cooked dinner and no phones at the table. And I caught myself. I had my phone in my pocket. It went off. I pulled it out. I said, whoa, shit. And I put it down because you have to have some time, whatever that means for you. Your family's your family, right? Yeah. Tony does the six hours. Maybe somebody else does less or more. Yeah. For but my, we have to do that. You know. Yeah. For my son, I, I, he does. He's not allowed to get a tablet until the weekends. So Monday to Friday, he doesn't have a tablet. I feel like TV. We call it. Used to call it the idiot box, right? You can sit there and watch TV, and that probably wasn't healthy either. But the phone. And the tablet is like next level. Like yeah. you're you're attached to like it's play ready player one. You're a wall. Well, you, you your carry, brain you is... carry it around with you. You can't carry a TV around. Exactly. So when you have it, the accessibility of it, it, it makes it worse in some way. Yeah. And notifications, they they begging you to come out. Yo, check this out. Hey, your friend posted a stupid picture. You want to see it? Yeah. Like, not really. All right, what, what he said. <laughs> what what she said. Oh, like, yep. you know, like yep. especially uh the FanDuel app. They'd be like, yo, look at this, look at this, uh, look at the odds over here. It's pretty good. You want to bet? Cram, like, oh, it's, yeah, kinda. you got to be careful with that, yeah. <laughs> this weekend, so fantasy started. I play fantasy football, and I didn't know this because I have notifications off on every all of my apps. I That's don't smart. want notifications because it's just too much, right? Yeah. And also, I want to get the information when I want it. I don't want to be fed it. I want to go and get it. And mm-hmm. But in my ESPN app for my fantasy, when one of my guys would score a touchdown, it would go off. I was like, oh, oh yeah, what's that? And I was like excited. I was like, oh, I got to turn this shit off. I don't need it. I'll just wait to see it later, you know. But it, all these were inundated with all these bells and chimes. And and it's like, it can't. It's, it can really it's, it's, it's designed to do that. They created it to do what it's doing. Yeah. And they, some of them, the people who developed this from Facebook, from years on, they realized they've created a monster. They're, it's destroying, especially young people where, we all had like like you know growing up yeah we would deal with a TV, and I probably wasn't great sitting in front of TV watching Nickelodeon for three four hours five hours a day playing video games, but the social media the 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 stuff that's happening with these apps is like a whole different level to a point where I wouldn't mind my, my son playing video games all right because eventually you're going to stop playing because you're going to get bored or whatever but when you're on that tablet and as you can get games just you just buy you get games for free for free. On, just on the app store, just the downloading, downloading, downloading. You, you can, you'll never get off. Yeah. So, like, you definitely, and I believe, I do agree with uh, Driven Dad and Tony. You have to make structure. You have to put restrictions. It's just like anything else, you know. Yeah. A, a lot of us wouldn't eat. You know, we shouldn't. Well, I'm not going to give nutritional advice, but we shouldn't all be eating 
cake every day and you know what I'm saying? And yeah. drinking 20 beers a day and then eating nothing but candy every day. Everything you have to you have to limit yourself sometimes. And the social media and phones and technology, in my opinion, should be no different because one might deteriorate you physically with weight or it gives you an illness or whatever else if you if you're eating crap every single day. True. And the other can mess up your mind, right? So really, it's like you, we have to be careful of it. And I think these apps and everything are is designed to make, you know, you said idiot box with the TV, right? It's it's even worse with the phones right way now. Way worse. Opinion. Way worse. Like 100 times worse. And that's, and that's, you know, going back to the even the diamond, the body, where her interactions yeah. wasn't apps, but there were people, just bad notifications, Bad, bad yeah. stimuli, bad, bad, bad. And that changes to, you know, who she probably is, where I'm sure she may be a good person. We don't know that. But when you say that you've done that with that many people, it's that's not normal. So it's, when it's you excess, do some abnormal yeah. behavior, it's what, what's going on. So Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, take off the notifications off your phone. Um, Nova Dash, I just saw it. Yeah, yeah I, I see this all the time. Fan do but like... If, if you need help with gambling, call this number after you place the bet. <laughs> Trust me, they didn't. They did not want to do that. You know, I, I don't. Do I know you've been betting a little bit. I've yeah. bet. A, I've bet in the past. I've, but not a lot. I am p- placing a bet this week. I'm going to do. Uh, what do you call a parlay? Uh, I've already got my teams picked out. I'm not going to say them yet. It's going to be all football, all money line. I got. I got teams. I that I feel very confident that are just going to win based on historics and. Okay. Most te- some teams that don't lose back to back. So I'm looking to place a bet. I'm only going to put probably about a hundred dollars down. Ooh. But I think this bet, if I win it, I don't know if it's going to be a four or five team parlay. I haven't even looked at the odds yet, but I got them in my brain. Uh, I think I might a hundred dollars. I'm worth. I'm willing to lose a hundred. I think this bet could probably net me eight or nine hundred dollars. So yeah, we'll see. yeah. I mean, you we'll jump at a hundred. It's uh, don't no, but, like, teams, let me yeah. jump on this bet, Pedro. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, Nova. I'll let you know. Parlays. I like the. That's where the money's at. I'm not. I'm not doing just one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing yeah. just one. You going all in? I'm going all in. Parlays is kind of a. I'm not saying it's a sucker's bet. It's hard to win. It's just hard well, sure. to win. Sure. I mean that's yeah. the whole point, right? Where like point. I kind of stay with straight bets because the odds are a little better in my favor. I See, mean, for me, I don't want to. I don't want to place a hundred on the Packers to beat the Bears. Let's say because I think that's going to happen because. Aaron Rodgers beats the Bears all the time. I'm going to bet with my brain, not my heart. And the Bears just won. Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss. He's lost to the Bears like twice, I think, in his two or three times in his entire career, which is crazy, right? And only a couple times in like only once in the last like five or six years. So I don't want to just put 100 on that because I'll probably win like $5 because they're going to be favorites, right? But I'm going to pair that with this game, this game. And then I don't want to win five bucks. I want to win five hundred. You're betting you in your parlay. One of your teams is Packers being the Bears. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet with my brain, not my heart. Yeah. So what happens if the Bears win? If the Bears win, you must be still happy, right? I mean, you lost exactly. But the Bears, I lost a hundred bucks, but they won. So it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't bet on my team. I mean, the Giants. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, but that's, that's but to the me, next, that's easy money to have. The yeah, when the, the Knicks are playing, uh, when I was doing a little bit on the NBA, I always bet against them. Always. <laughs> and they always win because they were so bad. Yeah. Like if a team just, you know, is so bad, now are you going to make a lot of money? But what you do is you can do a little parlay. Like, yeah, they're going to lose. 
But RJ Barrett's gonna score over twenty points. <laughs> like, you know, he's gonna score over twenty five <laughs> points. So, you know, like you could you could mix it up a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll strip. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I'll throw a little parlay. Uh, listen, don't listen to any of our gambling. This is not. Yo, a listen, thing. we're. I, I, it's not. It's we not. have. Listen, <laughs> we only look at French police officers in this channel. We don't tell you how to bet because I gotta we, find that IG, bro. I gotta find. We, it. We, Oh, she may not even have one. She, well, we're she gonna make one. one up. We're gonna make, make one. one. Up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the two pictures that we saw today. Definitely, definitely. All right. Oh, well, we 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 definitely went past it. Uh, thank you guys appreciate, for checking out, yeah. man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hit the like. Um, I'm. You know, we're gonna be putting more content out. Props to Pedro hitting up with the with the shorts. You know, bringing bringing some of that shorts attention. Yeah, to the I'm channel. gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. If y'all don't know right now. I know we got some content creators in here. Listen, Tony, Driven Dad, I'm talking to y'all. You guys need to make more shorts. YouTube is pushing the algorithm with the shorts. Cherries, you got a channel. Make shorts. That's my advice to you guys. Thank me later. So, and yeah. I'll be doing it on this channel because trust me, you need to do it. You know, I've seen. Listen, I've looked at the numbers. It's doing very, very well. Shorts. Um, the channel is really picking up, and I appreciate you guys. Even the ones, everyone, everyone who comes in. Every week, check us out. The Bobby, obviously, and Nova always coming in, bringing the stats. Two championships with two point three women a day. I'll take those. I'll, you know what? I'll take those stats. I paid. I know you do scoff at that. You know the guy well, who owns the scoring yeah. record. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a pretty good career. I mean, it's very good. Yeah, <laughs> very, very good. One of them is very good. The other is subpar. The other is subpar. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But on that note, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace.